Hi, you're listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. In today's episode, I want to talk about how do we best handle customer complaints? Yep, you heard it. How do we best handle customer complaints? Because um, that whole adage of uh, the customer's always right is an absolute crock of shit, and I'm the first advocate to say that. The customer is not always right. The customer is the most important part of the uh, transaction. However, that, that does not necessarily mean that they're always right. So let's put that out there from the from the start. So um, from someone who yeah, prides himself on customer service, uh, we won the BRW Award in 2010 in Australia for the best private company delivering customer service. So there's a thing or two we know about customer service. I would not have built the amazing business that I did without amazing people working within the organization that were dedicated to deliver. And we used to make that, that was one of our values, our brand propositions. We are dedicated to deliver. We are dedicated to deliver great customer service, um, which I now talk about customer experience. So um, I believe that the customer deserves and requires to be, um, you know, treated amazingly well so that you go above and beyond, that your team and yourself are dedicated to deliver and that you exceed a customer's expectation. However, this does not necessarily always mean that the customer's always right. Um, so um, we want to address today about handling customer complaints and um, a little bit of, um, you know, a system that we used to use at Debella and a system that we use now at, uh, you know, in any new business venture, and especially now as we build the coffee commune, uh, I can tell you that the team is being trained in the same system you know, and that, um, you know, this allows people to be geared up to be able to deal with customer complaints because inadvertently you will always have customers complain. Some will be warranted, some won't be. However, all is feedback and all feedback should be taken accordingly. And I say it's data analysis and then strategy. So when someone gives you a complaint, when a customer complains, it's your opportunity to collect the data, to then analyze the data, which will then depict whether the customer's right or wrong, and then build a strategy to negate it. And um, and I say this because without customer, you don't have a business. So the customer is the most important part of the puzzle, but doesn't necessarily mean that they're always right. So let's 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 put it out there, right? All organizations need customer feedback. We need that to make our businesses better. We need it to increase our customer satisfaction. If you're not in a position or you're not collecting customer feedback, you have a problem to start with. And I find that companies that have um, great customer feedback channels actually have less complaints because you already have a position where you're already in a position to collect the customer's feedback before it actually becomes a complaint, you know? And it's amazing how much money um, gets spent later in life to try and solve problems when a simple system of being able to capture a customer feedback in the first place will help you. Because once they become a complainer, nine times out of 10, you'll never get them back. So think about that. Once a customer feedback turns from feedback to a complaint, no matter whether it's right or wrong, no matter what you say and do, nine times out of 10, you will not get that person Back. So what I want to give you is three tips to expedite a complaint process, which may help you keep a customer happy. So a three, three tips to expedite a complaint process to try and keep a customer happy. And you still might not do that. So to me, the best is always to have feedback channels. However, if it becomes a complaint, here's three things that um, you should try and do and implement. Number one is understand the full context of the complaint right? Don't take it on surface level. You need to understand the full context. So you need to understand as much as you can about the complaint. You need to gather as much information of what's happened. You need to understand the why, what, and how. 
you'd need to ask the appropriate questions without irritating the person that enables you to gather as much data as possible. Because unless you get the full context of the complaint, it's very hard to go then build strategy that will help you, um, you know, negate the future problems. So you need to make sure the understanding the full context of the complaint is, is, is the proposition number one. Number two is always propose a resolution. I always say to people, don't use the, op- don't use the adage of no because. It should be yes if. And can I tell you, this is a game changer. If you go into the complaint mode, or dealing with a complaint with the mindset of yes, if. Yes, we can fix this if. Yes, we can make you happy if. Versus no because. It already is a positive start versus a negative start. Always propose a resolution. Know what would make the situation better for the customer and propose ways that you can solve it. Right. And this is very, very important because when somebody complains, the first thing that they're looking for is a resolution. So if you go into it with a yes, if attitude versus a no, because then you're always going to be one step ahead, you know, and, and again, keeping in mind that nine times out of 10, you may not win that customer back. However, what you will do is ensure that you limit the collateral damage of how many people they go and tell negative stories to. Think about that. Limit the collateral damage of how many people they go and tell a negative story to. Because anyone that hasn't engaged with you that hears a story will take it on face value. So you want to try and limit the collateral damage. And the best way to do that is to propose a resolution. Even if nine times out of 10, that customer doesn't come back, propose a resolution that may help them. Adopting the yes, if attitude versus the no, because. The third part is very simple. Show respect. Show respect. You know, my wife often says, Phil has an ability to tell somebody to F off, but he does it with great respect, right? And you might say, how do you do that? Well, I do that by understanding the full context of the complaint. I do that by proposing a resolution, but I also do it by showing the appropriate respect. So complaining customers are very upset. So it's always important to deal with a level head. You know, oftentimes a customer thinks that by getting upset, by being aggressive, that it's going to get a resolution. Often it doesn't. What from experience is to deal with it with respect. So be respectful to start with. And what I mean by that is somebody screaming and yelling, don't scream and yell back. Let the person scream and yell, telling them if they watch the way they speak, if they can calm down, then we can work a resolution that you know, their behavior needs to just be in the right frame of mind so that we can work through this. And if they're, in, they're not in the right frame of mind, that they need to come back and address it at a later date. Now, Holding someone accountable for their actions is important, especially if somebody's yelling and screaming, but matching that with yelling and screaming is certainly not going to work. However, stop, pause, let them have their moment and then turn around saying, approaching this with an aggressive behavior is not going to get a positive outcome. I want to give you a positive outcome. So if you can tone down, if you can take a breath, then we can work on this. You know, we need to make sure that our employees are trained in taking complaints as well, because this doesn't often happen. People freeze or they don't know where to talk, which infuriates people. And the key word here is empathy, right? If, if your employees are trained and ready to take complaints, then they're more likely to be empathetic. 
And if you can be empathetic, then you're already getting off to a better start than if you're not, right? What you actually want to do with the customer is to reframe their criticism. You want to reframe the discussion and the dialogue in a way that is positive, in a way that gets an outcome versus aggression and behavior. You've got to understand human behavior. And that is that when there's an issue, we want to complain. So let them complain, let them have their moment However, show respect. Don't be condescending. No need to go. Now, of course, after three, four, five minutes and they're still aggressive and they're still screaming and they're still yelling, well, then that's at the point where this discussion is finished until you can come back and deal with things appropriately. Because no matter what we've done wrong, no amount of screaming and yelling is warranted from your side of fence. We're hearing you. We're prepared to propose a resolution. However, your behavior is not acceptable. Now, of course, that's once they've been screaming three, four, five minutes. And I'll finish by telling you a story um, where a customer rang me when we had the cafe once and said, I had a plate of pasta last week and I didn't enjoy it. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, sir. Um, what was wrong with your pasta? It was too salty. Oh, well, I sincerely apologize. Did you bring this to the awareness of the waitress? No, I did not. Oh, did you, did you finish the pasta or did you just leave it and was still charged? No, I ate it all. I said, well, my apologies, sir. Um, so I addressed, I rehashed the data, I had all the data. So you ordered the pasta, it was too salty, but you still ate it. You didn't bring it to anyone's attention, you ate it, you paid for it, now you're complaining a week later. Not a problem, sir. This is where I went into proposing a resolution. I'm more than happy to give you another plate of pasta or to give you a voucher, um, to shout you. However, next time what I propose is that you please tell us straight away so we can fix it immediately so that you don't have to worry about this for seven days before contacting me. Now, by the end of this discussion, I can tell you that the client was very embarrassed. It's, um, it's taking into context that they took seven days to complain. They didn't bring it to anyone's awareness. However, it finished on a positive. Now, not all complaints are going to finish on a positive, and I only have 10 minutes, so I could share many that haven't. However, I've always followed that same system, right? You've got to let people feel like they've been heard. You need to get the full data. You need to propose a resolution, and you need to be politely respectful. But, of course, respect means that they've also got to give respect. Now, I hope that helps people in dealing with complaints. It's going to happen. It's a part of life. You've been listening to Phil DeBella, and this is Flashcast by PDB. PDB.